Bonjour, bonsoir, buenos dias, buenas noches, what's up? Welcome back, good night, good evening. How are you today? Definitely make sure that you subscribe to this channel if you haven't done so, okay? I'm your girl, Dee Samore, and today we're gonna be talking about catfish, all right? <laughs> so this episode was a little, little crazy, okay? We had a boy, he was young, I believe he was like 18, 19 years old. I think he was like 18. And he was from, well, he was, he would say he originally was from Brooklyn, but he's like all over the place. But where they actually saw him at, um, where was he at? I, I don't, I know he wasn't in Colorado. I forgot what state he was actually in. I think he was, was he in Washington? No, he was in Colorado. Yeah, he was in Colorado. And he met this girl on TikTok, Stephanie. She's 22 years old. And they've been talking for about nine months or so. And he said that she was super cute. And when he saw her picture, he was like into her or whatever. Like she had hit him up because he does his TikToks and stuff like that. He be doing his little thirst traps. <laughs> um, so she lives in New York City. And it was weird because like her Facebook page didn't really have a lot going on. And it just had like a picture of him there, which was like, what? Like why? For what? <laughs> you know, so that was a little odd. And she didn't really have like a lot of social media. She didn't have any pictures, but yes, yeah, she was sending him pictures, but it always seemed like photo roll pictures. Like never like, okay, I'm outside right now, you know, like like if you tell somebody do up do up a peace sign, they can't do up a peace sign cause it's not in their camera roll. You know what I'm saying? It's not a picture that they, that they have saved. So, that was that was a little bit funny and um you know neve and cammy they was already starting to, to see the little signs that something wasn't right so yeah um they had to meet up with him at a different location because he said there's a lot going on with him and his mom and he also revealed that his mom had um when she came back from the army she suffered ptsd so there were times where she was like hiding and doing other things. So she actually lost custody of him and he ended up in foster care or foster homes. So he's been having pretty much, it sounds like a tough life, you know, for a long period of time. And right now it sounds like he's still a floater. He said his mom let him stay with him for right now, but he's still like everywhere at this moment. Um, so it's definitely, it was definitely sad. Um, he said, like I said, he put up the thirst traps and all that. That's how he was able to see her, meet her. They first were talking on TikTok, then moved it over to Snapchat. Because, you know, you could do a lot of Snapchat too. Um, and she works with dead bodies in a morgue. So sometimes he can't really get in contact with her because it's like underground in New York City. But they haven't done like FaceTime or anything like that. He said he didn't want to really be too pushy, but they have spoken on snapchat and she does sound like a female so he's like you know at least he knows that um and they just recently shared phone numbers so cammy she she felt like as soon as she heard this she was like she was feeling like the photo was of somebody else <laughs> you know she's like yeah he's being catfished <laughs> so you know they did their investigation and stuff the morgue photos were stock photos the other photos was of a girl on Instagram that has a pretty decent following. Um, her name was Janelle, and she had a lot of photos. So, yeah, <laughs> they spilled the news to him once they find out, and he was livid. Like, 
he was one of the maddest people. Like, he gave a good New York type of reaction. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I know you invest in time. You really love somebody. And you find out that they're, like, playing with you. Like, nah. That's unforgivable. That's 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 crazy to me. Especially if it's somebody that don't even look good. <laughs> I mean, at this point, he didn't even know. He was just upset, like, that it wasn't the person, you know. And he's spending investing time and energy into this person and it's probably not going to amount to anything like he was dumb tight he was punching walls punching the bathroom like <laughs> just breaking shit up like he was getting crazy and then when he came back he's like so who is this bitch you know what i'm saying like who's this bitch i've been talking to i was like okay like <laughs> all right i see you like he he was on next level like he was ready timing um so yeah when they seen him doing all of that like they gave him a little break because it's like he was all riled up like it was like they it was not a good time right now like you didn't know what he was going to you could tell he was about to be impulsive like so now they talked to stephanie and stephanie she actually they reached out to her when they separated from him and she actually agreed to meet them in washington so they remember like there was a girl that came and she's like oh my god you're from catfish like she was a, an employee and she was like oh i remember you guys like you spoke to that guy that was around the corner isaac so all everything starts to ring bells now like all of a sudden everything is clicking so they're like wait imagine if it's isaac i remember that episode too there was it was isaac and brian well stephanie and brian and he was using his friend to help him out to catfish this, these dudes so that he could try to convert them into being gay if they weren't gay because he felt like it's happened so many times that it's possible and he knows that it's possible so it's like why not try it like that's the best way like no how about you go on grinder or something where you know for a fact that these people are homosexual or you know pansexual or whatever you know, because that way, at least you know your demographic. You know that it's not putting yourself in harm. Like, you're literally putting yourself to possibly get hurt, you know, in a bad situation. Because not everybody's forgiving. Not everybody's sweet and butterflies and roses. And, you know, you can't be mad if something happens to you when you're misleading people. You know, at the end of the day, you cannot do that to people because... And that's what happened. So they started thinking. So they're like, huh. And the crazy thing about it, when they was on their way to Washington, one of the things that, what's his name, that old boy has said, that Jacob has said was, you know, it is what it is as long as it's not some dude because I'll punch him in his face or something along the, those lines. Like pretty much showing that he was about that time and like he was ready for violence. You know what I'm saying? Like I choose peace. No, I choose violence. Okay. And that's what he was about to do if it was going to be a dude. So they said when they found out that it could possibly be, be Isaac because he lived around the corner from the, from, the, from the hotel. It was like, you know what? Just in case let's go ahead and let's let's go see who this is you know so that nothing gets crazy because this ain't the bad girls club the bad boys club it's none of that so you know they it was like you know what they sat down they was talking they called him on the phone they told jacob like you know what we're gonna check out the scene and we're gonna get back to you you know what i'm saying because you already got a headache he said he had a little migraine his back was hurting they're like you know what you relax relieve your stress a little something something just chill meditate we'll go 
you know, scope out the scene, see what it is, and then we get back to you and let you know what's next, you know? So they went and they knock on the door, took a little minute, but then all of a sudden here emerges <laughs> out of the shadows. It's freaking Isaac with a freaking black dress on talking about he's ready to get married. Like, they're like, you look like you're ready for a funeral because he knew this was the death of the freaking relationship. Like, you're using this as a platform now to, to do the most. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just so annoying. And it's, it just feels like it wasn't getting through. Like, they already read you your rights on the last episode, but obviously he learned nothing because he was still doing the same thing. And then wants to go and talk about some... Oh, well, you don't know the pain that we have to go through, that the catfishers go through, which is why we do this. No, no, no. Don't use that excuse because it's absolute pure bullshit because you're hurting people at the end of the day. Like, no. Yes, you've been hurt and they say hurt people hurt people. But at some point in your life, especially at 41, you need to take accountability for your actions. And that's where the problem lies because you're hurting people that do not need to be involved in this foolishness. Like this boy has so much trauma, pain, hurt, and everything else that has been unresolved. And you can clearly see that by the way, how he's so like, you know, his his anger just flared up so much. You could just, I could just feel it. You know, I'm an empath. I could just feel it like through the TV, you know, exuding through his skin, you know, like just coming out. And I'm just like, nah, like there is no excuse for what you're doing. Talking about like, oh, you're in love with him and you want to be with him. Like, nah. And Cammy was letting him know like, you're a clown and <laughs> she was like that's unacceptable she was so annoyed by him and he when she was leaving he's talking about oh like you're beautiful cammy and um you just have an ugly soul like now you're being shady and you think you're funny like you just trying to you trying to what be viral you trying to like be out here like no this is terrible and you lucky that they didn't let old boy come with them because you would have been probably landed on the floor. Like, you wouldn't have been able to stand ground with your freaking heels on and there's snow and ice on the ground. Like, nah, it would not have went down. So that would have put you in a bad situation. But it's like, he's not even thinking about that. And then if that something was to happen, he'd probably say like, oh, this person is, you know, this and that and call them names and say that there's, it's, you know, some type of... um you know, hate against gay people, but that's not even the case, not in this particular situation. Like, yeah, he might be homophobic because he kind of was giving those vibes, but he likes what he likes and you can't be mad at people for liking what they like and for their personal preferences, you know? Just like how somebody is gay, you know, bisexual, pansexual, asexual, whatever, you can't be mad at them for who they are and what they love and what they enjoy, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's both ways. And that's the whole thing. Like, I don't think that people should be labeled for whatever they choose, you know, or unless they want to be labeled. <laughs> but anyway, so I just felt like that was, they. he was lucky that they didn't allow him to come. And when they went back and told him, he, you could tell he was pissed off and he was just like, well, maybe I need to speak to him. I want to talk to him. And they're like, mm, we don't really think that's a good idea. They're like, he's like, nah, because I need to go and, you know, really show him that he can't be doing this to people. They're like, 
Uh, yeah, we, we can't knowingly allow you to go meet somebody when we know what could possibly happen because that's a safety issue. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I couldn't with a good conscience do something like that, you know, which is it's not that type of show. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, if it happens like out the blue where they didn't know it was premeditated, but this is premeditated, you know what I'm saying? They're like, nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that but he was like nah because i need to show him what it is and um they ended up calling him you know because he was like i do want to talk to him so they ended up calling him and when they call him he's like oh i don't want to talk on the phone he pulled over he's like i don't want to talk on the phone because he was driving they he, they were like well this is the best you're gonna get so if you got something to say you should say it he's like no i don't really have nothing to say because there's nothing that i really need to say he did give some little play, excuse me, some little play apology, but Jacob was just like, F your apology, you're goofy, and that's it. Like, I was like, Jacob, not the goofy though, like really, <laughs> homie was going in, um, but I mean, he could have went a lot worse, but at least he, he kind of like composed himself for the most part, um, but yeah, Jacob said like in the end, he felt like there was a huge weight that was lifted off his shoulders, which I'm happy that he's able to do that. He said like now he doesn't have to worry like about doing all that extra stuff, like spending hours of his or time or whatever and his energy and all that stuff. He can put that elsewhere. And they did show like a recap where they said like, I guess this dude tried to reach out to him again and give an apology Jacob was just on some whatever mode, you know, like it seemed a little more genuine this time around, but Jacob now has a job and he's doing a lot better. He feels like this is the best he's been in his life, um, you know, so at least that's good. And that was like a good outcome for him. So, you know, at the end of the day, this person could have been holding him back because he's trying to, you know, do certain things that he can make sure that he can meet this person and all that and probably not in relationships or flirting with girls because he's trying to be faithful to this this illusion of a person you know so yeah now they're good so that's that <laughs> thanks so much for watching you guys let me know what you thought about this crazy episode it was actually pretty good to me isaac is terrible i hope he finally learns and does better and like i said go on like grinder or something where you know that you can get the people that you want and another thing cammy has said was like dude you're 41 and this is an 18 year or 19 whatever the hell he was but he's like you need to get people your level like on your age but he probably is not mentally where he could have somebody that's at his age because they're not going to stand for a lot of bullshit you know what i mean somebody that's at your age so a lot of times people like that that have any type of issues disorders personality disorders etc they like to get people that are younger because they feel like it's easier to manipulate them and like he said he's been able to get younger guys to switch because you know after they actually speak to him after he's gone through this whole vetting process, love bombing and all this stuff. And then like, oh, by the way, this is the real me, you know, put, let his friend put him on real quick, you know, and say, well, what have you ever thought about being with a guy or whatever, you know, and see how they respond and then go from there. So, yeah, it's definitely 
lots of manipulation lots of just like you know just kind of playing with people's mind people's heart it's not it's not nice and it's it's definitely he needs to like hopefully he learns and grows but it, it seems like he's just searching for fame at the end of the day and it's terrible but um thanks so much for watching you guys like i said i'll see you in the next one <laughs> laters